Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. For this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC On Screen episode 507. Today we'll be reviewing The Flash, season 5 premiere, Nora. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Alright, so just to clue everyone in... I know our, uh, we used to do every episode. We used to review every episode of these shows. And now we're doing what? What is it? The premiere and the finale, right? Yeah. That's so, what we're on. They've, uh, last year we did, uh, the season, <laughs> the season premiere, the season mid, uh, sorry, the mid season fin- finale, the mid season premiere, and then the season finale. And now that is too much. They've added too many shows again. Yeah. So we're cutting back down. Yeah. Uh, y- y- bear with us. You got to remember when we- when we started doing this, <laughs> there were four shows and no future signs. I mean, there were future signs. Four. We were just ignoring them. We we, we still thought uh, surely not. You know, we we felt lucky yeah. to have what we had. We're like, I can't believe there's a flash show. You know, I can't even believe that's a thing. It was, it was mm-hmm. a whole different world. Nothing like a D Street mm-hmm. DC streaming service had been conceived. By anyone that, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone with any real power, at least. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to come and hang out with us, we will probably be able to keep up with it. But uh, you can keep up with where we are. Yeah. More readily hanging out on the Facebook group with us, Facebook dot com slash group slash DC on screen podcast. Yeah. Paradoxically, and, uh, the news, like just doing kind of the the weekly show. Um, makes us not be able to do keep up with some of the actual television. But we do get caught up, and we are watching, we, so we will talk about it. Yeah, we do get caught up, and we will talk about it eventually. Um, so this was just, this was a wonderful episode of The Flash for the it's most pretty, part. Pretty sway, pretty sway. Oh, that was painful. I know. <laughs> it was cute. I thought it was cute. I thought it was really painful. And yeah. I felt like, you know, <laughs> that great scene where... Uh, Barry says um, she's going to Marty McFly herself. Yeah. And uh, Iris goes, oh, yeah, Terminator 2. My wife <laughs> pauses it and looks at me and goes, why do they want people to hate Iris? <laughs> <laughs> why did you make me want to throw rocks at my screen? Oh, oh, Iris. Yeah. So, yeah, that was... Uh, it was fun because that's the kind of thing that you see on TV. And it happens, I guess, in real life to some degree. Where the parents try to be cool and are just awkward and not with it. Mm-hmm. They're not with it. They're not hip. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that was that was kind of fun. I got a little choked up when Nora Oh, what was, got you? Oh, man. Nora was, uh, said, made some comment about how she spends every... She, her and... Her, Iris have spent their whole lives together, and then she like hugs Barry really hard. Mm, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. There's there's gonna be a lot of feels on this season. I mean, it's, Maybe. it's very potent. It, there the 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 story with Nora was so good that I almost didn't notice that we didn't really get any of Cicada this episode. No. 
Yeah, I mean, but, he's there, and all he kind of does is uh, he seems to like put down a, a like a very um, incapacitated victim. So I know I'm supposed to fear him, but right now I'm, I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of well, time. Well, I don't want to. I don't necessarily want to call Gridlock a a victim. <laughs> he he was an asshole. Well, he was an asshole, but <laughs> when you're chained up like that, you're a victim. Whatever happens after that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's That's I'm fair, not it, it's not a remark on this episode in particular. Just uh, we're no. not we're not there yet with Cicada. I, I don't know why I'm supposed to fear him yet. But uh, what I've heard about him is he's supposed to be actively trying to undo every good deed Barry Allen has done. I just thought he was just killing Metas because I, I they said his family was killed by Metas or something. He's I, a very see, blue collar guy. I think that's related, but I swear I remember reading yeah. that he's supposed to be undoing whatever Barry did. Okay. Well, we know he's Chris Klein, and <laughs> that part we're sure. I'm a little, I'm a little annoyed just, just because they're like, "Who are you?" and they're like trying to steep him in mystery, and I'm like, "We, we know he's the dude from American Pie." <laughs> just, just stop, please stop. Just don't, don't do the "Who is the bad guy?" mystery again. Right. Like you guys came out and said he was a blue collar dude who got screwed over by Metas or whatever. He's trying to kill the Metas. Maybe he's trying to undo everything. Barry. I don't remember that part. But he's not like the comic book version of Cicada, necessarily. I I don't need the mystery. Just just, just let's do a thing. Yeah. <laughs> let's just do the show. Yeah. Um. So there'll be a little bit though. That's not a big deal though. They've um, uh, Flash has progressively pushed the reveal of their villain. I think more and more forward in the season. Mm. I mean, it used to be. I mean, I, I could swear, like, those first couple seasons, we didn't even really see who the Big Bad was going to be till pretty much, like, mid-season area. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, like, with um, like with Zoom, I feel like you started seeing it really, really pretty early. I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like it has pushed forward and forward. Now, it's it's great. Like, I, I will I will always appreciate The Flash for, like, uh, you remember the, just several episodes we were sitting there, who's the guy in that mask? You know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Season two, man. The man in the iron mask. Yeah, they have built up some serious mystery and done some wonderful things oh, many times. Uh, and they're yeah. capable of doing it now. But as you say, like, yeah, we let's just let's just know who he is and deal with that. <laughs> like the thinker, too, yeah. was pretty early on. We knew it was a thinker and um, mm-hmm. they did a good job of still creating suspense within that. Was, I mean, early on, they, show, they talked about it in the in the previous season. They talked about season three. They were like. So and so, so and so, DeVoe, like, yeah, oh. yeah, he was laid oh, in for oh, a while. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It was a pretty standard episode of The Flash. I feel like, like a lot of, uh, a lot of little jokey things, a lot of like set up for future uh, big character arcs, a lot of set up for Caitlin. Yeah, tons. I like that. I like that Digby's of all people is the one who really reaches out and tries to do something. Like, and the thing that I really like about that is that. Mm-hmm. That could come off as kind of dick behavior. Like, look, I mm-hmm. found your birth certificate. Blah blah blah. That could come off as like, dude, why are you getting up in my? Uh, why? Why? Was did he find her birth certificate or did he find her father's death certificate? Oh yeah, it's a fake death certificate. Sorry. Um. Yeah, yeah. But he finds the. <laughs> like, I like that he runs down the actual dad, mm-hmm. uh, or runs down, tries to run down the the mystery of dad, and that it's at this point an endearing. Mm-hmm. Like it. I feel like a I feel like a season ago that would have come across as a wildly different activity. Like you need to you need to back way the hell off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now he he did some great things here in this episode, being a detective and all. Mm-hmm. Do you buy at all that this man 
didn't realize that time travel and parallel Earths were a thing? A little bit. A little bit. Because he's just getting introduced to, like, the super science aspect of things. Mm-hmm. And he does it piecemeal. And I feel like he's not a guy who sits around and contemplates very much. What I liked about it was that he basically became the internet and was, like, walking around com- coming up with, like, plot holes for the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, logic flaws in their behavior. Yeah. That was fun. That was several nice lanterns hung. Yeah. Um, what I hated about it, though, was it is very much an idea that I would do. Like, I could see myself going, oh, man, what if what if Ralph this whole time has not realized that time travel and, and, and multiverse Multi-Earths or things. Well, okay, wait a minute. But he's met Harry, and they've actively talked about Earth, too. Yeah, what if he just meant, oh, I thought you meant Earth 2. Like, he's from Earth as well. Earth also. Like, that is some shit I would come up with, and everyone I know would thankfully talk me out of. And I would go, I know, it's bad. I just thought it was funny for a second. No. We're not going to do that. Yeah, I would actively (laughs) enable you. Like, no, that's that's actually pretty funny, and I think that character is dense enough. Let's try it. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean... It's not a good call. In fairness to that prediction, I enjoyed the scene. It was funny. I did too. I dug I'm that. D- I'm not. <laughs> I do. I do enjoy everyone's reaction to it, though, because it did have me like going back and going, "Well, what what, what has he been exposed to?" <laughs> like, oh my yeah. gosh, guys, what if there are separate parallel realities? And I mean, there are many realities. It's a miniverse. Oh, oh, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, we, we call it the multiverse. <laughs> I, I liked it. I thought it was a cute moment. Uh-huh. Also, speaking of cute moments, like everything with Nora, right? Just almost every part of the episode that involved Nora? Yeah. I like her. Yeah. Up front, man, I really like her. I'm uh, thankful the negative whatever, negative particles or whatever it negative was. Negative tachyons. Wasn't negative tachyons. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a Star Trek fan. I should remember the, the term tachyon. <laughs> I I'm think thankful that's that what is they not used a real Watchmen. thing. I'm not sure. It was something. I'm, I'm something thankful tachyon. that's not a real thing. Oh, there are tachyons. That's a real word. Well, sure. I know. I know. Data and Jordy have been using them for years. <laughs> they had a science advisor on that show. I'm not sure how old they are, but that that's a real world, a real thing. I don't know. If it wasn't for Star Trek, I, I wouldn't. Well, know speaking tachyon. of which, uh, I, I wrote it down, but I forgot who said it. it was damn. I was just kidding. That's a real thing. I think I knew a kid in school named Tachyon. I hope not. <laughs> um, just gonna hope not yeah <laughs> i knew a girl named unique nice nice anyway so um what were we talking about oh nora being cute was me oh, the, uh, oh yeah specifically first time like <laughs> she gets excited about using the uh the supergirl tech mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff was i, I don't know it was a nice bonding moment yeah, for me with the character, that. not necessarily for Barry. He was still dealing with things, but for me with that mm-hmm. character, yeah. that was maybe what was cute about it. it was like he he's so standoffish for most of the episode, and it creates kind of good moments throughout the episode. I liked it. I loved the bit. I loved it when he like figured it out, and he was like, "It's almost like she's only, she's lived her entire life with only one." Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What happens to me? Oh, you figured it out? Yeah. Yeah. It's all the weeping and hugging me. That's what did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So, uh, viewers have been able to piece together a big chunk of what was on that newspaper. Good. You want to know what was on it? Yeah, Have you ever sure. seen it? I've never freeze-framed that one. Yeah. This is uh, apparently from... This is how Iris writes, apparently. I guess it was Iris. Uh, <laughs> it was a beautiful spring day in Central City. Not so different from that morning years ago when the clear blue sky turned crimson red and the scarlet speedster vanished in a crisis. Thousands gathered here at the Flash Museum to commemorate that day's quarter-century anniversary. Mm. Names were read of the other victims of the attack, and Governor Singh gave remarks on the Flash's enduring legacy. The details of Flash's disappearance remain murky. A 2026 Congressional Commission repeated the citizens' initial reporting. Hours after the sky turned red, the Flash and his allies fought the reverse Flash. The ensuing street battle caused the most destruction this city has ever seen. It was not until the Flash and reverse Flash disappeared in an explosion of light that the chaos ceased. But in the years following the crisis, accounts only grew more contradictory. Some eyewitnesses remember dozens of other heroes present, including Green Arrow, Batwoman, and Elongated Man. Other remember heroes thought lost in time, like the Atom, or from other worlds, like Supergirl. Some even contend they saw Reverse Flash leading an army of shadow demons. Scientists at Ivy University's Memory Institute chalk up those dot dot dot. And then there was also research has focused on Roger Hayden, a.k.a. Psycho Pirate, who claims to remember the night's events. <laughs> oh! He said upon his arrest, quote, that's awesome. Worlds lived, worlds died, nothing will ever be the same. Oh, that's a good callback. And nothing ever was. <laughs> um, Such a good callback. Staring, staring at the golden statue of the Flash, this reporter remembers the words of former police chief Joe West. We don't have the details. Damn, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the best Easter eggs I, I've seen in a long time. I thought Psycho Pirate would make you, would make you happy. Very happy, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. <laughs> worlds lived, worlds <laughs> died. <sighs> ah, that's good. All right, that's, that's, all right, that makes me very happy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I loved slash hated how they... <laughs> basically explained why Joe wasn't even in the episode. He's like, no, I've been napping in here ever since this whole thing, whole damn thing started. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I, I deeply loved that. He just has this little room he gets away to. Yeah. I like that. Like, Nope. I'm going to sleep. I don't want to know. Yep. I don't know why my grandbaby's here talking to me. I'm going to bed. (laughs) You got to imagine in his world, Sometimes he just pops off to that little little hidden place and, and just takes a nap mm-hmm. and wakes up and everything's fine. He's like, oh, great. Right. I didn't have the nerves for that one. It's been a long week. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, mm, grandbaby from the future? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm going to take a nap, nope. see if this one wears off. Oh, the legend said yep. this one's cemented in? Uh, okay. I guess we'll deal with it. I'm staving off stroke by taking naps. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. I get it. Like everyone in this show is immediately connected to him. Like he, mm-hmm. he should be a bundle. Like his blood should be thirty percent Xanax at this point. <laughs> it's the only way uh-huh. he could possibly be surviving. Is <laughs> this seal still psychic? Yeah. He was so he, he was so bummed about that. Yeah. I do feel him on that. I do feel him on that. I, oh no! I have I have a ton of thoughts 
that should not be let out. Mm-hmm. I mean, in general, but I, I don't know if it's especially around people that are very close to me, but, but also, definitely also. Well, the great thing about it, though, is, you know, if she's psychic and she can't control it necessarily all the time, mm-hmm. she's going to know that everyone else is just as bad as you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully they allow her that character development to be like, honey, I know um, I know you have a lot of stuff that goes through your head. It, you should hear mm-hmm. some of the other people. That'd be, that <laughs> would make for a fun scene. Just take them to the park and be like, you see, you see how serene it looks right now? All right, let me let you in. And just start narrating everyone she's hearing walk through the park all serenely and looking yeah. at happy families and be like, yeah, he's he's worried about this. She's worried about that. He's worried about that. Uh, he killed a guy last week. We should probably work on that. <laughs> you know what? See uh, that grown-ass man over there? He eats his own boogers. <laughs> yeah. That's all he can think about. <laughs> I don't know about all you can think about. That would be a special kind of supervillain. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, that would be a fun scene, though. Mm-hmm. I would write that scene and put it in an episode. Maybe not the booger part. <laughs> Maybe opt into something. <clears throat> <clears throat> something else. There would definitely be a joke there with that structure. Yeah, yeah. You could probably pick something less gross, though, for sure. Probably, yeah. Also, Drunk Cisco. Drunk Cisco. Love it. Anticip- that was fun anticip- for, a, for an episode. Or whatever. Well, yeah, whatever he said. That was yeah. fun for a second. Yeah. And then we get the obligatory heartfelt speech explaining why Wally won't be around for another season. Yeah. Well done, though. <laughs> well done. I like that it's Joe that kind of pushes him into this, this version of Destiny. Yeah. Nothing wrong with the execution. I even liked Wally's indignance. Like, y'all haven't told them about the legends. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it was a good episode, though, man. It yeah, was. It really was. For the most part. I. Uh... Oh, uh, my favorite Cisco line, mm-hmm. and this is obligatory for us. Okay. Um, initially, talking about Gridlock, um, it's clearly not my doing, the naming process, and then later finds out it is kind of him. Is that Gridlock? Oh, I'm Fortune's Fool. Yes, that was good. That was solid. It wasn't my favorite Cisco line, though. No, but uh, it's still funny. Oh, um... Wasn't in the episode at all, but that's what reminded me. It was like, you remember when uh, Barry's talking to Nora and doing like "feel the air, feel that wind," all that stuff? He's taking her through the the, the speedster process. Mm-hmm. I have two different times that I wrote down on, kind of in the margins, just over in the corner, like a like a little love letter. I miss Kavanaugh. Yeah, I know he'll be back. I'm not sure what form, yeah. but I just just a couple times in this episode. Oh man, it'd be great if Kavanaugh says something right now, but mm-hmm. I guess I'll have to wait. I'll tell you what I've been waiting patiently for mm-hmm. with bated breath. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure they'll do it now because of Savitar. Right. Cobalt Blue. I want Cobalt Blue. <laughs> I do too. I like the name. I think it'd just be a pretty pretty stream of lightning running across the screen. I, I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm on board. Come on, guys. Oh. Barry's twin. I know. Malcolm Thawne. I know. Let's do this, guys. <laughs> Speaking of things, though, that you did... And if you think about it in a way, it is another reason for Barry to kind of blame himself for something. Which we could always use another of. <laughs> That's Flash Riding Room 101. How different Barry can he himself. be from me? Yeah. Um, We're the same flesh and blood. Come on, man. Or at least a, a scene where he's saying, like, if I'd known about him, I could have helped him. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I should have sensed he was out there. Nurture versus nature. All of that stuff. That Barry should be well versed in, but isn't for some reason. I could have stopped all this if I just. Yeah, he does need a uh, blamer support group. Yeah, we have never gotten the reason why the Thawns and the Allens are are again each other. We don't know why they're a feuding on this show. Eh, I mean the 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 general idea is usually, um, 
kind of like a the Thons wish wish they had the Allen's fame kind of thing. Well, I mean, I know the the general thing, but when he was like, "Hey, why do you hate me so much?" and you know, Heobard was like, "Oh, that's a whole thing." Yeah, it's it's not been specific. And, well, I mean, Malcolm Thon was kind of the big catalyst, wasn't it? Yeah. Honestly, on the, in the course of this show, like if anything, the Allens should be super pissed about the Thons. Oh, absolutely. From what we've seen. But I mean, why you know why wouldn't the opposite be true as well? Yeah, I get you. Um, I costume. What do you think? Um, still not digging the face. Even even I'm trying, man. I'm trying, but that face is bad. I hate seeing his chin mm. and his throat. That's it's weird. <laughs> okay, all right. Ryan Choi made the ring. Now. <laughs> That's cool. Thought that was a nice little throw in. I appreciated it. But oh, I, I even loved the um. My dad's logo is way cooler than Lightning Lads. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> My favorite reference though was from Cisco, and it was when he said, "Damn, Gina, <laughs> oh. like, you gonna bring out? You gonna break out Martin?" <laughs> <laughs> God, I knew that was from something I hadn't thought about till you said it. Damn, that is. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Martin. I, I need to get that on DVD. Oh yeah. The um, I was happy for Gustin though, in general. Like that, I, I like. I'm sorry you're having trouble coping with his chin and its existence, but that is so it much less latex time for him. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him as an actor. I want to see how it's resolved, though, because that newspaper says uh, shows a picture of him with a chin strap. That it does, but um, as they kind of make it a point to do throughout this episode, uh, any any costume may come up at any time. Mm-hmm. That was fun. It was. I thought you'd like that. Like, this is a lot tighter than it used to be. <laughs> why is this one smaller, and why does it smell so bad? Because that was the one that you fought King Shark in. Oh. oh. I mean, I know he's a bad guy, but just wait until he fights Grodd. Oh, what? Ah. <laughs> yeah. My wife was like, can we just not watch this episode and skip to that one? I want to see that <laughs> one now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I know. They're, they're gearing us up. I feel you. Anyway, I, 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 I think that's it for yeah. this episode. I, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season so far. Like, I'm um, excited to see what's going on with Caitlin. Excited to see what's going on with uh, Nora and... Barry and how they're going to fix him disappearing in time or if they ever will because I mean it's crisis yeah I'm uh you know what the episode three is titled no I, I don't look at those things most of the time mm. I'll tell you later what? if you want to know no just tell me spoilers y'all the death of vibe oh I don't know where the hell that's going that'll put a pit in my stomach I don't want Cisco to die nope I, I don't know what they have planned there Good. poor little vibe anyway well, we'll look. We'll uh, bleh. <laughs> we look that forward one, to that one. Threw you for a loop. Okay. Yeah, I I don't even know what I'm where I'm where I'm at now. Yeah. I don't even, oh I don't my even, gosh. I'm 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 thinking it's not as bad as it sounds. Facebook.com slash groups slash DC on screen podcast. We'll we'll keep up with it or try to. We'll <laughs> in real time. Somebody will be like, "Hey, what's what did you guys think about this episode of The Flash? Whatever episode or." We'll, well, we'll get to it. Yeah, normally oh, one man. of us has at least kept up. Yeah, and we 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 catch up in time to do another review. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're always but, there by um, the end of it. Yeah, yeah. I am surprised at how much I enjoyed this episode. No one's surprised, and I don't know why. I, Pre, I always pre-par. En- I always enjoy. We always enjoy the Flash for the most part. Yeah. 
Um, I would have been astounded if I wasn't pretty happy with it. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna come right back. Another episode, Black Lightning premiere review, season two premiere. And uh, I don't know. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more.